Hey, wrestling fans, this is Mr. Technical, Barry Horowitz. When I listen to podcasts, I listen to the best. I listen to Ring the Bell with Barris, J.D., and Logan. And if I were you, I would do the same. And give yourself a pat on the back for listening to Ring the Bell. And hello, everybody. J.D. here. That means you must be listening to Ring the Bell Radio. Logan is here with us, as always. What's up, Logan? Ahoy, hoy, my friendly listeners. We also have the Rabbi Award winner, Rabbi Barris, our spiritual leader. I'm going to go for two years in a row. going to be multi-award winning Rabbi. Going to be, Ooh. hopefully, yes, hopefully next year, the multi-award winning Rabbi Barris, but that has yet to happen. It will. Uh, you can find us on ringthebellradio.com. Go to our website. Click the big red button that says listen to the podcast. You'll be able to find our whole library of shows. And you can do, guess what? You'll be able to listen to the podcast. Find us on all the social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. If you'd like to email us, ringthebellradio.com. Wait a minute. That was the e- that was our website address. Whoops. God, you were so close. You were so close. He was. was I was. I was so close. I was so close. I always mess up. You know that, guys. If you'd like to email us, ringthebellradio at gmail.com. There you go. How's that? My God, man. I tell you. So, I hope everyone, I hope you all out there in Radio Land and uh, Logan and Barris had a Merry Christmas. Well, I don't yes, know about the rabbi. <laughs> Oh, the rabbi, so, you know, he's Italian rabbi. So okay, okay. Italian so, rabbi, so I celebrate both. So, yeah, so definitely had a nice Christmas. That's good. You guys had a nice Merry Christmas, and here we are in 2021. Yay! Up Where's time. flying whole, car? Whole new year. <laughs> I yeah. want my bloody flying car. Yeah, right, huh? Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing was, guys, is over the Christmas break, um, this popped into my mind and I kept going, you know, everything else has happened in 2020. And I thought to myself, why not? And I said, knowing just how everything was going this year, I was half expecting to see Janos floating around in the air, dressed up as a babysitter with a little baby carriage, letting us all know that Vigo the Carpathian was going to be coming back New Year's Eve and was looking for a baby to sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just figuring, why not? Everything else has happened in 2020. And for those of you that are familiar with Ghostbusters 2, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, the the super Uh, funny thing is, right, I got a, a Vigo the Carpathian replica um, post well, it's like it's it's actually done on fabric, okay? All right. So it's a proper like three foot by four foot kind of size and everything. So I framed it and I put it up with the family pictures, and I tell people that it's Vigo von Wilkshire, my <laughs> great great grandfather. You know what you got to. Yeah. Excuse me. You know what you got to do, Logan? Under this mm. picture, you got to get like another picture of a mini river of slime. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> to... <laughs> but the amount of people that I've shown it to, and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, man. It's from like the sixth century. So you yeah. said Vigo yeah. von Wiltshire? Okay. Yeah, okay. Vigo von Wiltshire. I'm going to remember that next time I'm over your house. Dude, I'm going to go, where's I Vigo was... von Wiltshire? I was... You've walked past him like three times. I did. I didn't see it. You're going to have to point yeah. it out next time I'm over your house. I will. I will. Dude, you I will. need to take a picture and put it on the website. I want a picture of oh, this. Oh, definitely. I'm gonna, I'll take a picture of me standing by. It'd be great. Like, see the similarities? Nice. See the similarities? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with the news. Come on. Yes, Logan. Uh, give, us, give us our news. First newscast, mu- first newscast of 2021. Play my music, Rabbi. Hi, welcome to the 2021 version of the Logan News Network, uh, bringing you the hottest tips and rumors from all wrestling all over the country, all over the world. Tonight, 
is a somber occasion, and I only want to talk about one subject quickly out of respect for the man. But um, I want to quickly touch on the passing of um, John Herber, who uh, we all know as Luke Harper from right. WWE. Um, not really sure what actually happened to him. Um, we know he passed away. His wife posted it on his Instagram account. Um, but I do really want to talk about this man who's a great wrestler and a really great guy. Uh, had a really good career ahead of him. And I, I know, Rabbi, you've actually met him before, right? Yeah, I met him in um, SNW uh, before I trained to be a manager. Um, it was a local Pittsburgh company, and um, he, he was making way around the ring. He was a good guy. His name was uh, Brody Lee. He was a truck driver. Yeah. He's, you know, giving all the kids high fives and everything, and he gets to me and my friends, and you know, we were smart asses who would boo all the good guys and cheer for all the bad guys. And he comes over and we're like, boo. And he just like looks at me like, oh, okay. Takes another couple steps, goes down, looks back at me like, what, dude, huh? And got to talk to him after. Like, dude, you, you know, I never met before in my life. It was like one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in my life. And that's all I've seen online are just people from the industry just telling stories on how great he was and I mean I there's no reason to doubt it I mean he was touched a lot of people not in I mean in the ring but then also just being such a great guy and the stories that you see are just you know heartbreaking to know that he was not that old at all and no. something tragic like this happened actually my age yeah, and I mean, this guy was up there. I mean, uh, if, if if you don't know the name, um, you'll probably know him from the Wyatt family. He was the enforcer, the Wyatt family. And this guy, um, I mean, he had feuds with, with Kane. Uh, you, you're talking uh, people like John Cena. The Undertaker. Um, the, the Shield Undertaker, Daniel Bryan. I mean, he had, he was very in there. I mean, very up. And I mean, he... He moved over to um, AEW, right? He was in AEW. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, the thing that I liked about it was Vince actually came out and said, you know, he's, you know, we're really sorry in his passing and everything like that, which is nice because, you know, he's a talent for the opposition, but still had that respect for um, for Vince to come forward and, and, you know, and say those kind of things about him. But um, he'll be sadly missed. Unfortunately, he was a great guy, a husband and a father as well. Um, here at Ring the Bell Radio and Logan News Network, we uh, offer our condolences to his family. And, um, you know, hope his legend is remembered because he was a great guy, great wrestler, uh, had a good future in front of him. So, um, you know, sorry to his condolences to his family. Really, really are. So, you know, if you want to check out the network, I know he has... A lot of the older shows, especially with the Wyatt family stuff, um, watch his, just watch his stuff. Phenomenal guy, really good talent. Um, you know, give him a watch and everything. But that, that's all I'm going to do for the News Network out of respect for him this week. So um, look him up, remember the name, speak his name, and he'll be remembered. Uh, I just want to add to that, that I did see a couple days ago that uh, WWE posted and it was on their social media, but I'm sure you can find it on the network. It was, and I, and I apologize. I don't remember the name of it. It's, it's, it's like one of those WWE, where are they now? Or where did they come from or something like that? But there's about a 20 minute um, video, I guess they did uh, a couple years ago on Luke Harper or John Hubbard, you know, um, and he, he actually goes, uh, they interviewed him and they went on location and he actually talks about, this is where he went to the place where he started in wrestling, uh, where he started, uh, forming his character, learning about the business. And then to the point where he makes it to WWE. So, uh, I'm sure if you go and, you know, search his name on the network or even on YouTube, you'll be able to find this piece that they did. It's a really good mini do like documentary. Like I said, it's only about 20 minutes long, but it's really good. So I did see that. It was good. They did do you remember what the name of it was? That. I don't, but I remember they did one with him, and I remember the other one with Ruby Riot. Yeah, it and wasn't a Where Are They it Now. I it was... Was it Icons or something? Something I don't remember what. No, it was. I thought that's what they're doing now. Isn't that what yeah, they're doing I now with like Yoko and everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was just this, this was just event. like people. They were like 
just the beginning in wrestling, they're actually acknowledging that, you know, they started somewhere. They just didn't show up in WWE and it was really good. But those are the two I remember his and her and Ruby's. I remember those and they were good. So definitely try to look it up. Right. Yeah, check, right. Those just... out. check those out guys at home. Uh, like I say, he's, he's on the network. Uh, so a lot of stuff on YouTube about him as well. And again, condolences to his family. Um, but again, that's where I want to end it tonight for the network, uh, for the news network. Listen, let's let's move on with more uh, with more wrestling fun stuff, okay? Okay, no, 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 no. I, I remembered what it was. It was called the name of the um, real quick. The name of the, the the series was called WWE, formerly known as. Okay, ah, WWE, formerly known as. There we go. Yeah. Look it up on the network, guys. Look up uh, John John Huber. I think I pronounced his name correctly. Huber. Yeah, John Huber. Yeah. All right, so I've got a special surprise for you boys tonight and Uh-oh. all of our listeners at home. Okay. I have, I have a special guest that I invited on the show. He's a, he's a good man. He's a friend of mine. The Undertaker. Name, it's, uh, God, don't start. Because if he was the Undertaker, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to speak. I'd be like, who? <laughs> You shut up, all right? You just you stand Aww. in the background there, Rabbi. Listen, it's, it's, it's a friend of mine. He's got his own podcast. Going to jump on the show. We're going to have a talk to him. His name is Bryce Boudot. He's, I, I hope I said his last name right. Bryce, how are you doing, buddy? Welcome to the show. Logan, what's up, man? Long time, long time no no talk, long time no see. How are you, my friend? Well, you know, living in the pandemic, man. You know, living in the pandemic, so we've got to do what we've got to do to survive, and that usually means me just sitting in my basement playing retro games. So, oh welcome to the show. You, you know, my co-host JD, of course, What's the original of course, Ring the Bell yeah. radio host, and of course, the magnificent Rabbi Barrett. What's going on? What's up, man? So, Brian. Oh, not too much. Well, hold on, Logan. Uh, uh, well, but, well, but the inevitable question is, is do we have to explain the Bryce why he's called the rabbi? No. We never <laughs> have to explain why he's called the rabbi ever again. Okay? No, the, the rabbi's worldwide, so I mean, there's no many <laughs> Yeah, we're done, we're done with that. award-winning rabbi. Every, every bloody guest we have on the show, oh, this is why we call him rabbi. No, we're done with it. It's <laughs> golden. <laughs> You well, it's world, right. worldly wide known, so we don't have to do that anymore. So it's okay. There we go. Now, to go back to reading Howard the Duck, please. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Hey, someone told me to do it. All right. Bryce, so my, my, fellow, my fellow co-hosts here know nothing about you whatsoever. Tell us and tell our listeners at home, what do you do? So I, uh, I am the one that's in the ring whenever the wrestlers walk through the curtain and I'm the one that's wearing the suit and holding the microphone and tells you who they are. I'm a ring announcer. He's there an announcer. He's an okay. announcer. Bryce, who do you work I'm, I'm, for? Uh, I work mainly for um, Lions Pride Sports based out of College Station, Texas, as well as oh. uh, SWE, SWE Fury uh, based out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, those are my two big dogs right there. I work for multiple other promotions. Uh, currently, uh, Battlezone, Pro Wrestling 225. Uh, I just started working for Fearless Pro Wrestling, based out of Houston, Texas. Um, multiple others in the state of Louisiana that currently are not running because of uh, COVID, but Full Throttle Wrestling, uh, Mid-South Championship Wrestling. Okay. Uh, list goes on and on. We can go on for days, all these promotions. I work, I work for too many damn promotions. That's the fact, <laughs> but, uh, but but the big ones right now uh, that uh, that uh, you know S- SWE is is the top dog right now in in the southern United States SWE Fury, and uh, they're booking a lot of great talent. They're on national television now, which is awesome. So yeah, well, t- uh, tell us a bit. Tell us a bit more about SWE Fury. Um, you know, what kind of wrestling are, are we expecting when we're watching this? So am I going to see? Because uh, as you know, I'm a kayfabe guy. I want to be fooled. I want to be, I want to be wizard. I want, I want magic in the ring. Did you just say okay, you want to be wizard? I want to be wizard. I want to be wizard on. Oh, wizard on? Is that what you said? In, in, in the <laughs> ring. 
That's a WWX. I, I apologize for these for these heathens, absolute heathens. That, tell me what well tell me what wrestling I'm expecting if I'm coming to one of your shows. So with SWE Fury, they like to call it in your face old school Texas style wrestling. And it's really they have very old school minds in the back that are in charge of SWE. You've got people like James Beard, uh, who was a legendary official with the NWA, worked a lot in Japan, pretty much brought the Bible of wrestling to Japan. Um, you've got guys like Tom Lance, who was in charge back in the day, uh, behind the scenes with Global and World Class and whatever he did. Oh, he also worked with the now defunct XWF. Uh, that was Jimmy Hart's thing and the, the Nasty Boys. He worked behind the scenes. I remember that. that one. Yeah, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, matter of fact, they actually borrowed the moniker, In Your Face. That was XWF's moniker, and SWE has kind of taken that, In Your Face, Texas-style wrestling. Uh, but you've got a lot of old-school minds, and then including uh, guys who are wrestling on the card, like Tim Storm, Adam Asher. These guys are old-school Texas vets, and uh, they're Tim Storm, actually our champion. But they're helping Ooh. out a lot behind the scenes. On top of that, uh, a guy's probably a name that you you probably know, uh, Teddy Long, who oh, really? uh, we all know as the the general manager of SmackDown. Holla holla holla. Holla holla holla. Player, Mark, yeah. Mark Hen- holla holla holla. Player. He was Mark Henry's manager, Mark Chendrak's manager, Rodney Mack's manager, which Rodney Mack is now our new SWB Television Champion. The Red Dog Rodney really? Mack. He was Jet. Yes. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah, Rodney Mack is now our new SWE television champion. And then, uh, matter of fact, Teddy was Jazz's manager. You remember Jazz, former WWE yeah, women's I champion? Yeah, I remember she's Jazz. Actually, she's actually the director of women's wrestling for SWE. And then Teddy Long is our on-screen general manager. But behind the scenes, well, Teddy Long is right there in the booking room. He is booking – he is literally like – I'm not even. I'm not making this up. This guy is like in charge of the show. What he says goes on behind the scenes, and it's he gives great advice to everybody. He is there, uh, not just to portray the on-screen character Teddy Long. He's there behind the scenes, helping these guys out and producing spots. He is just as important as anybody else behind the scenes at SWE. So. SWE is it's it's old school wrestling. It's the way wrestling should be. Matter of fact, it's so old school that uh, closed fist punches are not allowed. If you if a, and it's happened before, guys accidentally throw a closed fist punch, the match is called off disqualification. Uh, if you throw wow. someone over the top rope, oh, disqualification. That. It is old school <clears throat> style mid south Texas style wrestling. Oh, it's the I way see. wrestling should be. See, I love I love this promotion already, even though I've never seen it, because it's I'm old school. I'm never gonna get out of the golden era of WCW or WWE, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Right. I'm never gonna get out of that late eighties, early nineties. And what you just described is the kind of wrestling I like that I love. Now are you guys on YouTube so we can like check it out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh SWE is all over the place. Uh they've signed some Recent deals at national television I actually have the list right here of everything they're on. Uh, let me pull this up. I should have had this already pulled up, but I didn't. Uh, let me see. So SWE is currently on uh, – uh, they're on a bunch of CW affiliates. I don't know if you know anything about the CW. It's a channel. Oh, yeah. We have uh, it up Local cable. Okay, so they're, yeah, um, they're on uh, CW33 Dallas-Fort Worth. That's on 2 a.m. on Sundays. Uh, CW21 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 8 p.m. Saturday nights. Uh, CW35 in San Antonio uh, at 12 p.m. midnight on Saturdays. Uh, and then CW East Texas, Tyler Longview, Nacogdoches, Lufkin, um, every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. The Sunday morning wrestling. Plus, we are, we are completely national on Right Now TV, which you can catch on uh, your Roku device as well as some cable affiliates and the Action Network, which is also Mm. on your Roku device and uh, also uh, you can catch on some cable affiliates. On top of that, we are on YouTube. 
Uh, you can look up SWE Fury, and there we're on the Title Match Network on YouTube, which is normally streams a lot of women's wrestling and intergender wrestling. They normally just upload and broadcast our women's wrestling matches because we have such a great women's wrestling division. Uh, and then on top of that, we are on Fight TV, uh, which you can catch us every Thursday night. I think at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Eastern, I want to say. Every Thursday night on Fight TV, they air two episodes, um, one after the other. So you get an, you get like two hours of SWE Fury on Fight TV live every Thursday night. So that's the most convenient way to watch is with Fight TV. I'm sure, um, I'm sure the whole world has Fight TV by now. Not North Korea, though. I don't think you can get Fight TV. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, you can you you can watch SWE almost everywhere, and I'm hearing that there's even more deals being a place with even more of a major TV uh, network, uh, and you have minds behind the scenes, like I said, that have these connections that are just unreal. Uh, I'm I've heard some stuff behind the scenes. I don't know what all I can say about it, but there there are they're working on a video game currently with SWE, so. If you guys like video games, a uh, new wrestling game will be coming out from SWE Fury. So the stars of SWE Fury will be featured on this game. This will be coming out within the next five years or so. They'll be coming out with this game. So even sooner. Uh, they're already doing motion cap on it, and we've already taken our pictures for it. So Very big stuff cool. from SWE. So Yeah. <laughs> So that sounds, from what you told us, it's a very impressive resume of uh, superstars you got going on there at SWE. Now, you said you were oh, yeah. a ring announcer. Is that correct? Not yes. a referee, a ring yes. announcer. So I'm a ring announcer. I will never be a damn referee. <laughs> so two, three. So what, what's it like to be a ring announcer? Like, take, take us through... Um, like 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 sort of like what WWE does the day of what what what's the prep like what what's the preparation for being a ring announcer like what's it like what's it like right before you go out to the crowd you know and what's yeah. do you get any flack from the talent at all you know stuff like that yeah that's a that's a very good question no one has ever asked me what's the day of like for a ring announcer so I mean the day of is I mean of course you know you you head to the event which. You know, let's say it's it's Lions Pride Sports, which I'm in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Lions Pride is like a three-hour drive away from a college station. So that's a three-hour drive. I've got my car packed, got my suit ready. I've got my – I always gel my hair. You always have to have – I mean, my hair, I have to gel it. It's crazy stuff. But I gel my hair the morning of, got my suit all ready, got my ties tied, my lapel pin taken care of, index card, everything is packed. We're ready to roll. We get to College Station, Texas. I normally book a hotel room. Uh, always for a show if I'm going to stay the night. I book the right. hotel room. I try to change at the hotel room because kayfabe, I'm not driving to the show in my suit. That's just lame. Uh, I, I want to look fresh. <laughs> I want to look fresh and crisp before I walk through the doors of the venue. So I change at the hotel, get ready, get all prettied up, head to the venue with my index cards uh, and all my whatevers and you get to the venue, walk in the door, whoever you see, the number one rule in wrestling, always shake hands with everybody. Introduce yourself. I don't know if anyone told you guys that, but in wrestling, that is what you do. Okay. No matter who it is in the building, it could be a little kid, could be an old man. You got to shake hands with them. You okay, never know, no. that old man could be the owner of the promotion, the old kid. Not 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 to interrupt you for a minute, but you you, you say that, and I, I got a little side story, and I told Barris this because he was involved in the promotion Ooh. that I did this in, which I think back at it now, and I'm like, I'm lucky I didn't get my ass kicked. Okay. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. Probably about ten years ago, it was myself and the uh, one of the other original co-hosts of the show. We were going to an independent show. We were asked to do broadcast a live event from there, so we were like, sure. So we get there earlier. Um. And we're setting up our little table, all our equipment and everything. And there's this one wrestler, um, which, Barris, I don't think I'm going to name his name. What do you think? No. Uh, man, I mean, you could. Who I mean, you guys it? laughed about it. Okay, his name was Lou Marconi. Never uh, heard of him. Never heard of him? Oh, okay. he's a legend in the NWA. Legend. Uh, NWA. Up, up. Yeah, up this way. And so 
I see this gentleman. No, no disrespect to him. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no
you build a relationship with guys, you shake their hand. Hey, how are you? Great to see you. What, what are you waiting in tonight? Do you have a nickname? Where are you from? Yada, yada, something like that. So uh, by that point, I, started, uh, I, got, I got my suit on. I got everything ready to go. Uh, you know, let's say we got 30 minutes till showtime, last minute finishing touches on the next cars, making sure we're okay. We give it the sound guy before doors open. We do a quick sound check with the microphone. We do it once with uh, music off. We do it once with music on. We get ready for showtime and bam, show has started. We walk out there. Sometimes they introduce me. Sometimes I'm already in the ring by the show starting. And uh, yeah, I mean, whenever you're in the ring, uh, it's awesome. Uh, Justin Roberts and David Penzer have always said it's the best seat in the house. It really is. There's no one else that's in your position in that ring. And you're seeing, you know, two guys, maybe, you know, whatever, going out there and having a great match. So to interject slightly, so you're the announcer for the entire night then. So you do your announce part get the two wrestlers down to the ring. Do you just go off to the side and take a seat and just watch from there? Because uh, this it's a funny thing because ring announcers play such a vital part of a wrestling match to, to start the hype. And, you know, you don't really see them. They just kind of ninja disappear somewhere uh, after the announcements <laughs> have done. Uh, so are you just sitting by the ring waiting till the match is over and then going in and doing the next match afterwards? That is a good question. Uh, it varies based on the promotion. Some promotions like SWE Theory, if you watch SWE Theory, you'll see me, um, I sit at the timekeeper's table and the timekeeper's table is butted up against the ring and I'm sitting next to the timekeeper slash bell ringer. I have my little chair, I have my index cards, got my mitts, got my gum, whatever, you know, like to, like to suck on a, a cough drop. It opens up the esophagus opens up the lungs a little bit more but i normally sit right there for, for swe but uh, some promotions i go straight to the back and that's my main thing honestly guys uh, i'll be honest with you i barely watch the matches i uh i normally if, if i am given the opportunity to i head straight back for the curtain i go backstage hang out in gorilla for a second if i know it's going to be a long match hang out in the locker room walk around you know, shoot the bull with some guys, talk, whatever, laugh, cut up in the locker room. And then, you know, I'll listen in closely. You'll hear the bell, ding, ding, ding. Then you hear the music of the person who wins. And then, you know, I'm, I'm normally announcing the winner behind the scenes, behind the curtain. So I'll be in the locker room like, hold on, guys, while I'm talking to them. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner, you know, Mike Dell. Or who's your winner? Noby Bryant, whatever. But then with SWE, since I'm right there ringside, I stay there for the entire night. Uh, and I have some fun stories about sitting ringside during the match, if you want me to say so. The last oh, SWE, please. Fury Oh, please, please. I, yes, definitely. As, as an announcer, I, I had to take three bumps. And I never bump. I never bump. <laughs> uh, I, I had to take three separate bumps. Uh, the last SWE taping in uh, Greenville, Texas. Uh, two of which were from Charlie Haas. I don't know if you guys remember Charlie Haas wrestled for WWE, yep. World's Greatest yes. Tag Team, Shelton Benjamin. Yes. Charlie is now back in wrestling. He is. He looks completely different. He lost a bunch of weight. He is shredded. Okay, somebody started a rumor that oh Charlie's on drugs. Charlie. No. And if, if you think this, you're an idiot. I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. You don't know the full story. Charlie is a wrestling coach. He trains youth wrestling. And in the meantime, he just he, he diets hardcore. He works out every day constantly. He trains 24-7. He is in phenomenal shape. He is like, he's really slim, but he, dude, he's, he's shredded. He took off his shirt, and I swear to God, the guy's got like, like he's got like a tin pack on this. The guy is freaking shredded, and he looks better than ever, honestly. Uh, but the look fits his character. He he is a psycho, super hated guy right now in SWE. Nobody likes him. He's just this evil guy, whatever. But he's he's crazy, wacko, insane. He comes out 
and he's um, just squashing Christian Mox, the jock, in the opening squash match. And he comes ringside, and he just sees me and the timekeeper, and he just, like, big boots straight to my face. And we just collapse. We, like, oh, my God, big bump. I hit my back on the chair, and, like, legit, I was like, oh, my God, that hurts so bad. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I had to sell that all night long. Uh, getting in, in and out of the ring is pretty wild. And then in the main event, uh, pretty crazy. Uh, actually, current AEW star, former New Japan star, former TNA and former WWE star, Lance Archer, the Murderhawk monster, faced our heavyweight champion, Tim Storm, in the main event. And Lance is a pretty crazy guy, too. I know Lance very well, but Lance in the ring is a very crazy guy. And Lance, saw me and he just like pushed me over and of course we did the domino effect and uh yeah I took another bump and then later on in the night in our third taping in the night same thing happened with Charlie Haas he just like pushed us and we just fell over like dominoes so yeah three bumps one night but um yeah guys back to what you said I normally just go backstage there have been some nights where the promoter requested me to stay ringside but, uh, yeah, I know I normally go backstage. I hate I hate being out there during a match because I like going backstage and I like chilling out for the show. Well, that's pretty cool. Barris, you're trying to say something. Hey, yeah. Um, say it, sir. I want to ask a question. I, I will. I will. Uh, <laughs> uh, who, is, who is somebody that we don't know that you're working with right now who we should be looking at? Who is someone you give that plug to? Are you saying like someone that uh, like someone or like somebody like a company or a person yes. that person, even if it's a male, female tag team, just someone we should be on the lookout for. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Uh, there's a few guys that I can definitely mention right now that uh, you're going to be seeing them uh, working for AW or WWE very soon. Uh there's a guy by the name of uh, Will Alday. He he's actually crazy. He's actually currently working for uh, uh, Primetime Wrestling, uh, which is Championship Wrestling for ho- from Hollywood. Primetime Wrestling. Uh, the guy's name is Will Alday. He was trained by Booker T. The guy's a rock star. He looks kind of like AJ. Like reminds me a lot of AJ Styles. Um, Dude is a he's, a he's a college athlete. I mean, he played football for the University of Rice. The dude's a rock star. Um, he's just he's he's awesome. The dude's a superstar. Will all day. That guy, big time. You'll be seeing him somewhere big, somewhere soon. He's already doing big things. Of course, he's working for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood in uh, NWA. He's got something going on with NWA and of course, Primetime Wrestling. Uh, another guy. Moonshine Mantel, uh, which is a personal favorite of mine. It's probably Dude, my that favorite. Name is awesome. Moon, you said Moonshine Mantel. Moonshine Mantel, yes. Oh, that is fantastic! Uh, I love that ring name already. Dude, yeah, he he actually used to come to the ring uh, years ago. He used to come to the ring with like an old moonshine jug. Of course, nice. he kayfabe it like <laughs> it was moonshine. It, it was it was really water, and like he would chug it. Right. Matches, and he would spit it like did, Triple did, H. This is did it have the, 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 the double X's on it? The triple X's on it? Yep, it sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but uh, no, Moonshine, Moonshine is uh, dude. He's unreal. He he is like he's a huge guy. I mean, his his wrists are enormous. If you guys look this guy up, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This guy's humongous. This guy's got a barrel chest. This dude is freakishly strong. He's just got country boy strength. He doesn't go in the gym and clings and bangs. He goes out in the woods and chops down trees and throws logs and and sandbags (laughs) and stuff. I love it. This this guy is unreal. And, like, he's just freakishly strong. He's got a great look. He looks like a superstar. Uh, it looks like a promoter's dream, really. And uh, he worked a little bit for MLW. He worked with the National Wrestling League, which was a short-lived uh, televised promotion. He's one of uh, Reality of Wrestling, Booker, T, Booker T's promotion. He's one of their top stars. Okay. 
Uh, he's, he's currently SWE, one of SWE's top stars. Uh, another guy to look out for, Max Castellanos, who also works for SWE. Uh, that guy is, uh, he's, of course, he, he, he kind of portrays, I don't know, it kind of reminds me like of like an Alberto Del Rio, but more of focusing on his athleticism rather than his fancy cars. Um, he is extremely good in the ring, another reality of wrestling student. Those are some guys you'll definitely see in the future. Also, there's a guy right now that uh, – two guys that currently work for Lions Pride Sports. One guy, his name is Cade Carson. He is the cousin of the founder of Lions Pride Sports, Houston Carson. That guy's a superstar, right. man. He is a rock star. Uh, he's incredible in the ring. You're going to see him somewhere one day. He was trained, of course, by Houston Carson, just an incredible athlete. And another guy, his name is Thomas Matthias Carter. He's just known as Matthias, one of Houston Carson's students. The guy knew nothing about professional wrestling, but he was just a gifted athlete. Played football. He was a, he was a high school wrestler, jiu-jitsu, karate, the whole nine yards. And the dude is an incredible athlete. The guy is shredded. The guy's going to be a movie star if he doesn't become a big-time uh, wrestler with the WWE. But those are just some guys you'll you'll probably see in the future um, that that I see down here. So let me, let me ask you this then, okay? So. Let, let's say, um, just say tomorrow, I want to be a ring announcer, okay? I want to be a ring announcer. That's what I want to do. What advice can you give to me to, you know, A, get into the business, and then B, how do I progress once I who – I, who do I talk to, and then how do I progress to how – what your level, basically? That's a good question. Um so if you really want to become a ring announcer, most people want to become a wrestler first. That's, of course, that's the main thing. But then they realize after a couple of bumps, they're not cut out for it. And most guys just leave the business. But there's plenty of jobs in this business, guys. Uh, you can be a referee. You can be a manager. You can be an announcer. Uh, if you really wanted to, you can put on your own wrestling show if you had enough money. You could be a commentator. You could be a security guard. You could be a producer. There's so many damn jobs in this business that ain't even funny. You don't just have to be a freaking wrestler. But if you really wanted to be a ring announcer, and that's just your main goal, I want to be a ring announcer, uh, my recommendation to you, find a local promotion. You know, there's plenty of independent wrestling out there. Uh, I know where you are, Logan, there's uh, just a stupid amount of wrestling. Uh, you've got kids wrestling. When they start at age like 11, training and wrestling. You can't do that in America, but... There's wrestling all over the place where you are, Logan. I know that for sure. And in America, you know, you've got sometimes, you know, definitely more than 15 promotions per state. Uh, I know up in the Northeast, it gets crazy, and there's like a crazy amount of wrestling promotions. But down here, there's not as many. Uh, we're on that because, I don't know, it's just the South, and you don't have many smart fans. Uh, so it's still kind of kayfabe down here. It's crazy. So, so I need to live. Um, Barris was actually training to be a wrestler for a while, a number of years ago. I trained to be go, a manager. Man. Yeah. Oh, you trained to be a manager. That's right. Yeah. You still have yeah. to bump. You still have to bump. You have to bump being oh, yeah. a referee, manager, and uh, yep. and a wrestler. Those are your three bumping things. But you do not have to bump. And if if yeah, you can learn how to bump being an announcer, but it's not required. I, you don't have to. I mean, I know how to take a bump. I'm sorry, Logan. Back to what you were saying. Find a local promotion. If you really want to be a ring announcer, go to the show. After the show, hang out. Ask to speak to whoever's running the show and tell them that you would like to uh, ring announce. Or if you notice they need some help with the ring announcing department, they've got a guy in that ring. He's literally someone's drunk uncle. He's wearing a white T-shirt, all stained up. He's in the ring. He's all hammered. I'm a drunk at the wrestling show, and I don't get paid. But I just get in the ring. Got to get my stuff. Love it. Love it. That's what, that's what provoked me to be become a ring announcer, really, was just watching the bad ring announcers. But – you go to a show and you, you kind of talk to the promoter. You talk to the actual announcer and ask if 
you know, and that's, that's also a good thing to do. Talk to the announcer and see if, Hey, could you help me out? You know, I want to become an announcer. What do I do? And what I can tell you as far as advice, you know, let's say, let's say you get that booking. Let's say, yeah, yeah. You want to become an announcer? Come to the next show. We'll, we'll give you a match to announce. And that's happened multiple times. I've, I've done it with guys before in the past where there was a guy that actually just wanted to start announcing. He didn't really do much with it, but he came to the shows and he wanted so, to announce. So I let him so have like two matches. That's literally on the job training. Oh my gosh. Exactly. I mean, how else are you going to learn? But uh, Yeah, right. Just throw, you, I mean, throw them in there so, and see how you do. Exactly. And there, there's so much of a science to it. And I'm thinking about doing like a class after this. But um, you got to have a suit. Rule number one, you must have a suit. Uh, you don't go out there wearing a freaking hockey jersey or a Bullet Club t-shirt or something kind of somebody's <laughs> merch. I see a lot of announcers out there that wear – uh, like their favorite wrestler's T-shirt, a Bullet Club shirt. Some announcers wear hats. Some announcers wear masks. Uh, if you do that and I'm there, I will I will go to the sound table. I will grab the microphone and I will tell you, hey, buddy, take a hike. I'm taking right. over. Um, no offense, but, you know, you're, you're, you're disrespecting our spot. Well, let, well, let me ask um, you this. But, but, but it's different if it's a part of the the show, though. Right. Well, well, if it if it was something that was planned on doing, that's different. Okay. So then that is a good point because there are some promotions that I will say, like there was a promotion based out of Houston, Loco Wrestling, that is gaining some steam right now. Very 420 friendly promotion. People just light up at the huh? shows. It's pretty cool. Uh, Whoa, but they want to be the part of the ring. I'm there. Give me a ticket. Yeah, Barry, <laughs> he piqued his interest now. I'm going to own this company. They wanted, <laughs> yeah, they wanted me to become their announcer. And yeah. I told them straight up, like, guys, honestly, I don't think I fit what y'all are trying to put out there. Like, y'all need – really, like, and their promotion's, like, really, like, laid back. Like, it's kind of like – I don't know. I don't know. It's just – it's just it is what it is. Like, you know, I, I was like, dude, y'all need to have some guy, like, wearing a lucha mask. It's just something ridiculous. As like this is the exception to have a ridiculous thing uh, as as the announcer. Uh, but other promotions, like I see GCW, they had a guy announced for GCW that was wearing a mask and uh, a Bullet Club shirt with jeans on, and I'm just like, get this idiot out of the ring. This is GCW. It's one of the biggest promotions in the country, you know. But um, right. you need to have a suit. Rule number one. And with that suit, you have to be careful because there's a lot of announcers out there that like to go and buy, oh, I'm going to get the most flashy suit, like uh, kind of like Boyd Pierce, old Mid-South announcer. He was an old man. Nobody would tell him anything because he was in his 70s and like nobody wanted to break his old man's heart. But Boyd Pierce would wear like a purple suit. He'd wear a red suit. He'd wear a plaid suit, a polka dotted suit. He'd wear all kinds of crazy suits. But nobody would tell him anything because he was an old man. Right. But as soon as a young Bruce Pritchard started doing that, whenever he was announcing for Mid-South, they shut it down quick. Um, you got to be careful with the type of suit you're wearing. I, you have to stay with a basic color, a blue, a black, a gray, a brown, something that blends in with the background. You don't see guys in WWE wearing a polka-dotted suit or a checkered suit or a uh, – shiny gold or shiny red a shiny gray a shiny silver there's a lot of announcers out there uh that like wear a shiny golden or a shiny purple suit no do not wear that because what that is saying to the crowd and they know this they're saying hey guys look at my suit yeah and that's not the that's not the attitude you need to have you need to have the the attitude i am just the enhancement talent I am behind the scenes. I am here to tell you who the wrestlers are. There's ways of getting yourself over, but your suit is not one of them. You can look super professional, you know, and people will notice that. But you're not there to take the attention away from the guy's gear. Like, screw these guys' gear that they paid all this money for. Look at my suit. Look at my shiny gold suit. Oh, my God, I'm so good. Look at my suit. Look at my suit. I see these guys doing this all the time. I'll pay the fool who don't wear my suit. 
let me say this to you then, okay, right? So, because uh, I know the listeners are being like, okay, well, this guy sounds normal, you know. Give me, do, do introduce someone to the ring. Give me your announcer voice. Give me your, like, professional you know, XYZ's coming to the ring. So how would you do it? Do you list that weight, high, or you just like, look, Billy Joe's coming down to f you up or something like that. Give me your announcer voice, how you would do it professionally. Man, so it's, it's a basic formula. And people always like, man, I couldn't do it because I couldn't remember what to say, when to say it. Very simple. It starts out where they're from, what their weight is, their nickname, sorry, where, where they're from, where their weight is, if they have a title or not, then their nickname, then their name. So, um, you guys, just like name name a wrestler. Um, WWE, AEW, Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker. Not, not the Undertaker. Okay, so, uh, the, the Undertaker's pretty basic because they don't say his weight anymore. So, whenever the Undertaker comes out, Greg Hamilton, who is a great announcer, and Mike Rome, would say, from Death Valley, The Undertaker. But let's say if it's someone like... Um, the Brooklyn Brawler. A Brooklyn Brawler. Okay, so the Brooklyn Brawler never really got an entrance. But let me find out the Brooklyn Brawler's information. Um, the Brooklyn Brawler. Like, what a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure he's from Uh, from Brooklyn, so we got that. Okay, 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 okay. We'll we'll give you another one here. Let's let's do pretty basic. We could say, um, uh, oh geez, now now I'm thinking about this too hard. Let's just say Roman Reigns. Okay, so uh, let me find Roman Reigns' weight, and he is he is a currently he is the Universal Champion, right? Yeah, he has one yes, of the championships, one yeah. of them so, two dozen championships. Here we go. And he's also accompanied to the ring by a manager, Paul Heyman. So here's how we would do this. So you start with the weight, then you go to the um, – sorry, no, you start with the hometown, then you go to the weight, um, and then you do the championship, then the nickname, and then the name. But if they have a manager, the manager comes before everything. So in this case, it'd be accompanied to the ring by Paul Heyman. They are accompanied to the ring by Paul Heyman from Tampa, Florida. Or no, from Pensacola, Florida. That's where he's from. He weighed in this this morning at 265 pounds. He is your universal champion, Roman Reigns. Something like that. Nice. Awesome. That's great. And that's, that's not full force because that's just over the phone. I don't I should have said it. the gobbledygooker. <laughs> the gobbledygooker. Where's from the, the gobbledygooker? Egg. That's where he's from? The egg? Oh, yeah. That's right. from, there. <laughs> from the yeah. egg at the back of the arena. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, uh, you know what, Logan? It's, it's just so fun to hear yeah. you know, a professional do it. It's just, you don't think about these things. I mean, you listen to the announcer and you're like, yeah, cool, Roman Reigns, awesome. But it's such an integral part of them coming to, you know, down the ring. I always remember one of my one of my favorites was when um, uh, the the Rock hosted. I think what was it, Survivor Series or WrestleMania? He hosted WrestleMania. WrestleMania, and the announcer did it so perfectly. It was like, you know, your your special guest for the night is, and then boom, his music played. But there was a good like three second pause before he said is, yep. and then the music started, and it was like everyone was like on the edge of their seats. So I'm like, who the f- is it? Just f- tell me. And then the music started. Do you smell what? The-? And I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. I, I I can also do everybody, so I can I can do anybody you can think of, except for the people that really don't have anything, like like Undertaker, the Gobbledygooker. Uh, there's some like uh, you know wrestlers that are on the roster, or like that have also wrestled, and they never had a hometown. Like especially today with WWE, Vince McMahon is such a stickler, and Kevin Dunn is such a stickler for how they want people to be announced. So if you watch WWE closely, some people have weight. Some people don't have weight. 
Some people have hometowns. Some people don't have hometowns. Some people, they just say, please welcome so-and-so, you know, or please welcome Sacha Bank. Whatever. I don't think uh, I don't think I even hear parts unknown anymore. Remember that used to be like yeah, parts unknown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many how many people do, in the late '80s when we were growing up were from parts unknown? Oh, everybody. Everybody. Everybody, because that was just that was that was a thing. There's a guy that I introduced now. He's known as the Blood Hunter. Uh, he's from Canada. Well, he's not from Canada because I feel like from parts unknown. Kayfabe. I just broke kayfabe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shame on you, Bryce. Shame on you. I'm building from parts unknown. So, um, Kane is built from parts unknown. Ultimate Uh, Warrior was was parts unknown. Demolition. Um, The Warlord. Barbarian. Dude, we we could we could we could have a show about what wrestlers were from parts unknown. And I'm not talking There's about a, just WWE. It's a, little, it's a little village outside of Pensacola called Parts Unknown, and that's where all these wrestlers live. It's, <laughs> well, no. it's, it's like a cul-de-sac. No, and, you're you wrong. Know, that's where they all live. No, you're wrong. Parts unknown is you got to fly to Montana, and after you get out of the Yak Valley at Montana, you got to drive two hours due north, make a left at the big rock that says left. And then there's a little hut there, and then you got to get on a dog sled and go over the mountains, and that's parts unknown. And that's where the cul-de-sac is. <laughs> okay, there's a cul-de-sac <laughs> in the middle of the mountains yeah, yeah, in Montana. Beautiful houses, like you know, five hundred thousand dollar houses. You know, they're fantastic. And there's Kane. He's outside mowing the lawn. Old McWarrior's <laughs> out there doing some planting and stuff. You know. Yeah, all, loads of people out there. They're good. They get a community day. They come together. You know, it's great. Big Christmas tree in the middle of the cul-de-sac in Christmas. Fantastic. Parts unknown is the place to go, guys. Let's 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 jump back into you. Uh, tell us about tell, tell all our listeners and and tell my co-hosts here about your podcast that you run. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, abs ab- absolutely. So. Uh, I have a podcast. It's called The Experience with Bryce Boudreau. Um, it's kind of a basic name. It's all I can think of at the moment. But uh, I've been running strong for um, a couple of years now. I've had some great guests. Uh, I've had Tim Storm, which is actually SWE's heavyweight champion. And he was on NWA. Uh, he was on in NWA Power for a little bit. Um, uh, Jake Manning, a guy who wrestles, uh, North America guy, uh, uh, Jesse Neal, former TNA star, Shane Taylor, current Ring of Honor star. Uh, let's see, C.W. Anderson, former ECW guy. Mike Knox, former WWE superstar. James Beard, of course, uh, legendary referee and behind the scenes with FWE. Tom Howard. Tom Howard's the guy that trained Jack Black how to wrestle for Nacho Libre. Uh, <laughs> legendary wrestler with, uh, with with UPW back in the day. Um yeah, Sonny Ono from, from WCW. That was a great episode. We talked a lot about his travels in North Korea. Former NWA North American champion Mustang Mike. This is a name you guys might know. You guys are in the Northeast. Uh, the reinforcer Andrew Anderson. You guys know that guy? Why do I know that name? That name sounds very familiar. He, he was on a bunch of – he was on a Skittles commercial. He was on, like, some Batman show, Gotham, I think is what it was called. Um, Holy shit, then he just wins instantly. She was a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he was on the movie The Wrestler, actually. Whenever Mickey Rourke walked okay. in the locker room, first scene in the movie, uh, he's the first guy Mickey Rourke actually shakes hands with. And matter of fact, they actually say his working name in the movie. Um, okay, okay. They're like, That's probably why I know he, that name. Okay. Probably so. Uh, but yeah, I've had... I've had plenty of guests. Moonshine Mantel has also been on the show. We talked about him earlier. Uh, and uh, Ring of Honor announcer Nick Lindell was actually on the show. If you're wanting to be a ring announcer, listen to that episode. Uh, Nick's got some great advice for you. And uh, the daughter of the late, great Terry Gordy, Miranda Gordy, is actually on the show not too long ago. And I've got something that works right now. I can definitely say, um, spoiler alert, tomorrow night I will be talking to the forgotten Von Eric, Lance Von Eric, tomorrow night on the Ooh. show. So, you heard it here first, guys, stuff. on Ring the Bell Radio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 
big stuff, man. Uh, I'm taking a little break right now with Christmas. I normally do every year. I'll be back. Uh, probably this will fall probably the first week of January. I'll probably uh, upload that episode. But, um, yeah, I, I've been going strong for a little bit. Uh, people always said, hey, you need to start your own podcast. I was with an older podcast. Things didn't work out there. So I started my own. So I've been going strong since then. Um, it's my pride and joy. And I love I love talking to people. So, yeah. So we'd like to uh, thank Bryce Brudrow for coming on the program this week. Um, thank you for coming on. Yeah. I, thank you guys for having me. Thank oh, you. absolutely. It was our oh, pleasure. Great. So, so, so informative. So awesome. Yeah, you, so you could find him at uh, Lions Pride Sports, SWE Fury Wrestling. Also look up his podcast, The Experience with Bryce Boudreaux. I'm every I'm I'm on I'm on Spotify, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm on all of them. Literally anywhere you can get your podcast, I'm there. Hey, before we go, uh, can I can I list my up up my upcoming dates? So uh, of course, yeah, absolutely. Please. Go People ahead. will know where to find me. Let's see. Uh, First Saturday of January, January 2nd, I'm headed to Houston, Texas, to the Premier Arena for Fearless Pro Wrestling. Going to be a big show. Uh, and then Saturday, January 9th, I'm headed to Lions Pride Sports, College Station, Texas, live at the Lions Den. We're doing a big night for charity. You bring in, you can good to get in free. I'm telling you what, you're getting in free. You're seeing wrestling for free if you bring your can goods in. It's going to be awesome. January 16th, I'm headed to Columbia, Mississippi, for Pro Wrestling 225, making my return to Pro Wrestling 225 in Columbia, Mississippi at the Columbia Expo Hall or Expo Center, the big rodeo arena. It's going to be awesome. Chris the Masterpiece Masters will actually be there. Uh, that'll be a big show. Chris Masters taking on former NWA North American champion Mustang Mike uh, in the main event. And I'm hearing Chris Masters is going to do an, a Master Lock Challenge. So that'll be awesome, too. Oh, wow. On January 30th, I'm headed back to College Station, Texas, for Lions Pride Sports. Going to be a big show the end of January. Uh, let's see. February. February 6th, I'm headed to Irving, Texas, the former home of the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, Irving is a suburb of Dallas. Heading to Irving, Texas, at the Southern Junction, a huge nightclub for SWF Fury National Tapings. Big stars headed there. Uh, I've got a list of stars that'll be there. I have to put over. Um, let's see. Uh, Mark Henry will be there. World's strongest man, WWE Hall of Famer. Mark Henry will be there alongside Teddy Long, another WWE Hall of Famer. Uh, Tim Storm, our heavyweight champion. Uh, women's wrestling, uh, big women's wrestling star, Lindsay Snow. She's really cool. The American Kaiju. Moonshine Mantel. Uh, Malaya Hosaka, uh, wrestling in, women's wrestling legend. ECW legend, just incredible. Uh, East Coast legend, Andrew Anderson. Super Tech's Britt McKenzie is probably the top bad guy in SWE. The Blood Hunter, coming all the way from parts unknown. Uh, big women's <laughs> wrestling star, Amber, Amber Nova. I'm a huge fan of hers. Uh, former WWE superstar, Charlie Haas. Women's wrestling star, Miranda Alizé. Our SWE television champion, former WWE superstar, the Red Dog, Rodney Mack. And our current SWE Women's Champion, Christy James, will be there as well. She's from Brazil. She's awesome. And also a special appearance by this guy that got famous from TikTok. His name is Nate God. He made a song called Take a Shot and Make a TikTok. I've never heard of this guy, but he's going to be there. So, uh, yeah, check out SWE on February 6th. Got to put him over. I love SWE. National TV tapings. You'll be on TV if you come to that show. Then February 13th, my birthday, I'm headed to Braxton, Mississippi, Battle Zone Championship or Battle Zone Wrestling at the Speakeasy. It's a secret wrestling show. So uh, it's inbox only. So if you want to become part of the event, you got to inbox Battle Zone. They'll tell you where the show is going to be. You pay uh, for your tickets. That's how it is. It's secret because of COVID. Mississippi is crazy. Um, and then, yeah, that's my upcoming dates for the next couple months gonna be good gonna be fun we're gonna have a good time hell yeah uh wrestling i love wrestling and we're doing it <laughs> again we'd like to thank bryce bordeaux for coming on the program bordeaux uh, who is that but <laughs> uh, scarlet bordeaux this is boudreaux you're talking to boudreaux sorry boudreaux. sorry boudreaux. i apologize i apologize 
you can listen to us on ringthebellradio.com. Find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, hopefully, uh, Logan will be having the Ring the Bell Radio Rewind show coming up soon for the 2021. Oh, I forgot to say Happy New Year again to everyone. Uh, here we are in uh, 2021. 2020 is gone. Yeah, let's, Every- let's hope it stays gone. Yeah, it stays gone. So, um, Bryce, if, if you don't mind, st- stay on line after we get off the air here because there's a couple things we want to ask you. So, uh, yeah, Absolutely. all that stuff. So, um, again, ringthebellradio.com. You can see all of our shows there, past, present, and uh, wait for the future ones. So, for Logan, for the resident rabbi, award-winning rabbi, Rabbi Barris, who's still reading his Howard the Duck comic, which... You'll never guess what he's doing now. I don't want to know what you're doing now. Nobody wants to know what he's doing, Howard. So, my name is J.D. Nobody wants to know. No, we don't want to know. So I'm JD, that was Logan, that was Barris. We'll see you next time, everyone. So long.